We are going to talk a little bit more now, though, about what's next when it comes to the park board with the ABC sweep in Vancouver of that board as well. And joining us to talk about that is Scott Jensen, an incoming ABC Park Board Commissioner. Scott, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for making the time for me today. Well, congratulations on your win and for becoming a Park Board Commissioner. Well, thank you very much. I, I really appreciate the support I received across the city and from uh, uh, Vancouver voters. Uh, so this was a bit of an interesting one. As we know, it's the only park board in Canada. Originally, Ken Sim and the ABC, his, uh, his platform was to abolish the park board. That changed and then ran a slate of candidates, uh, you being one of them. Uh, so as a park board commissioner, what will be the first priority? Well, our first priority is to do a full audit of the uh, finances and of the parks and recreational services in the city so that we can get a a good understanding moving forward as to what our priorities will be. Um, And that's really been something we've been communicating with voters uh, since uh, early August when we started campaigning. Uh, even just when I promoted the fact that you were coming on the show, uh, we got calls to our buzz line and I got email from people saying they want to know what this park board is going to do with Stanley Park. Do you have a plan for Stanley Park? We do have a plan for Stanley Park. Um, we're going to be working quickly to ensure Stanley Park is fully accessible to all park users. Uh, we're taking into uh, consideration that we are moving into the winter. And uh, although the weather outside is has been sunny for a long time, the, that's going to be changing. And so this is a good time for us to start removing some of the temporary barriers that are in place throughout Stanley Park. Um, with that, we are going to be uh, reopening access from Beach Avenue to vehicle traffic. Um, and uh, we're going to be working to deliver an engineered solution that will allow both a permanent bike lane and two full lanes of vehicle traffic. Um, we are fully committed to making Stanley Park fully accessible and usable for everyone. So what would that look like if we go back and if people remember what it looked like before? So you're saying there will there'll be the return of two full lanes of traffic. Is there space to do two full lanes of traffic and a bike lane that's not on the, the seawall portion of the park? Um, at, at the moment, uh, we're going to just be going to kind of that pre-pandemic Stanley Park configuration. So that is two lanes of traffic um, and the cycling portion where it's uh, divided would be around Stanley Park uh, beside the pedestrian uh, on top of the seawall. Um, but moving through the winter, we're going to look at areas where we can provide a uh, protected permanent uh, bike lane so that uh, cyclists who choose to use the interior bike route um, uh, will be able to have areas where they will have that protection. Now, during our campaign, we talked a lot to cyclists and the, the ongoing uh, message that we heard was that cycling up the, the hill from uh, uh, the bottom portion of, of the, uh, the the roadway up to Prospect Point was an area of concern where they felt that was necessary to have a divided protected lane. And that's something that we're going to look with, uh, work with our parkour partners in ensuring that that's probably one of the areas that will be addressed uh, during the winter so that, again, it, that may mean that we uh, merge two lanes into one at that one portion. Um, so there'll be one lane there and, and one bike lane. At that area of the park though there is no parking lots that need to be accessed there's no businesses that would be affected by that and that's our main concern is to ensure that uh, parking is available for those users that that need to access that park by car Um, further we want to make sure that all of the the businesses within the park are accessible and that uh, as we move into the spring and summer 
that um, residents and uh, tourists who visit Stanley Park will be accessing those areas through um, means if they wish to take a, a bus or take a car or if they wish to cycle but want to cycle with some safety. Right. So just to, to clarify, so will you be then restoring uh, parking as well as accessible parking that was lost in the current configuration? Correct. All right. Uh, I wanted to uh, talk to you. Uh, one other point on that. Uh, what about, uh, as I'm sure you know, there's an ongoing lawsuit and uh, complaint at the Human Rights Commission from people specifically about the accessible parking. Uh, has anything been done as far as do you think this will end that lawsuit? Uh, I can't speak to that. And uh, at, at this point, you know, because it is before the courts, we'll just uh, um, allow that process to happen as, as it may happen. But we'll, uh, we'll remain from commenting at, from that at this moment. Uh, the One of the other priorities of the ABC Park Board Commissioners was allowing alcohol in all parks with proper facilities. What is that going to look like as far as alcohol in parks as well as on Vancouver beaches? So uh, we are going to be looking at creating a pilot project to uh, permit uh, alcohol, responsible consumption of alcohol um, at certain beaches. Again, when the pilot project was introduced for the parks, um, it was very uh, focused as to its scope. And, and that will be the same as we approach making this pilot project for our beaches. We want to make sure that uh, we're choosing the right locations where we can ensure that this uh, pilot project can be successful. Uh, so we're going to be working with our partners to find those those areas that it, this makes sense to uh, have as a pilot project for uh, safe, responsible consumption on our beaches. Uh, again, this is going to be a pilot project. Uh, it is not going to mean that every beach is going to be accessible for that. So we are expecting that Vancouverites will uh, remember that bylaws um, are, are there in place for uh, all users to access our beaches and be safe and, and enjoy our, our beautiful beaches. So um, as we start to roll out that pilot project, uh, uh, we will be communicating to, to residents where those areas are and, and, how, and uh, how they can properly uh, be responsible in consuming alcohol in those locations. Um, as per or as the um, as for the safe uh, consumption of alcohol in parks, um, we are going to be identifying those parks to the public. Uh, we are going to start uh, ensuring that our our parks have the the core services attention that they need to ensure that uh, you know garbage pickup is, is happening that. Uh, uh, recycling uh, areas are available for uh, users and to ensure that our parks are being uh, kept in a safe, uh, clean uh, manner. Doesn't that already kind of happen, though, as far as there are already laws about, you know, public drunkenness and, and creating a disorder in a public place? I mean, as long as a park has a washroom facility and a garbage can and a recycling can, doesn't that kind of make it that, that it should just be allowed and let's move on with something that people are doing already anyway? Exactly. And, and you, you hit the nail on the head. This is, you know, people have been safely consuming alcohol in our, our parks for, you know, two years now. We're just going to be making that uh, permanent. And, and, you know, the city during their study showed that the uh, pilot project was an overwhelming success. So, you know, it's time for us to move forward and, and start addressing the other issues that our parks and, and community centres have. Uh, are you going to be looking at other things as well? I know on the list of things to do, it's, it talks a lot about making sure parks are safe and inclusive. Uh, I mean, there are still places, and, and the first one that comes to mind is a stretch of Maple Street between, uh, I think it's uh, McNichol and Ogden. Uh, 
parking went up there. It used to be a place where people could park. It, temporary, no parking signs went up there at the beginning of the pandemic, I think, to kind of space people out and to make sure the beaches and parks weren't crowded. It's some of the most accessible parking there is for people that want to go to Kitts Beach or Kitts Point. Are you going to be looking at things like that and perhaps bringing those parking spaces back? Exactly. And that's part of what our full audit is, is going to enlighten us with is, is where are some of the concerns that, that have been identified throughout the city and, and how can we pragmatically solve these problems? Uh, you know, we are, are, are coming into this with our eyes wide open that, you know, we want to be problem solvers. We want to make our city more accessible um, and we want to make, you know, take some of the, the, the headache away from many of the people who access our, our beaches and our community centres. And when you talk as well, one of the other points being uh, placing a freeze on all park board fee increases. What specific fees are you talking about there? So those are field rentals and ice rentals. Um, the community centre associations that manage our services within the community centres, uh, they're still going to be managing their uh their uh, programs in a way that that makes fiscally that are fiscally responsible for them uh, for us we're ensuring that as uh, large user groups look to build their um, their their season plans for uh, using our, our our fields for for sports or our rinks uh, for uh, other activities uh, be it hockey figure skating um, or lessons that they can they can plan those long-term uh, investments knowing that the fees are not going to be changed with a new park board coming in. All right. And uh, Scott, I just want to go back because I think I know we talked a lot about uh, Stanley Park and Beach Avenue, but that is certainly the one issue that we get the most calls and email about. Do you have a timeline when we might see the reverting back to what it was like pre-pandemic, both the Stanley Park, uh, two lanes of traffic, as well as that access to Beach Avenue? Um, I'm going to be speaking for myself here. We're, we're transitioning right now. We're, we're doing a lot of work um, already uh, meeting with our team. And we're looking at after our, our first meeting uh, with a park board after we're sworn in uh, to, to move forward with the removal of the temporary uh, barriers that are throughout Stanley Park. So you're, you're going to be looking at early November for the removal of all of those structures throughout Stanley Park. All right, Scott Jensen, thank you so much for joining us and for talking about this and the uh, priorities for the new park board. Appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. It was an absolute joy to be on this show. I listen to it every week. So thank you very much. (laughs)